Axel Derrington. On the night a king was to be overthrown, a boy was born as his father lay dying beside him. It was a story Oland had heard first when he was eight years old. It had pained him then, and would pain him always, but he was forced to listen once more. Wickham continued. This man, this father of the newborn, had committed many bad deeds, and for this he was bound to be punished. As his wife brought their child into the world, a man in robes of black entered the room and stabbed the child's father through the heart. Then he turned, dagger in hand, to the young mother lying weeping on the floor, clutching the delivered infant to her breast. As she looked up at this insidious intruder, she was possessed by a fierce love for her child, a child brought into a world of instant cruelty. She reached back and grabbed a poker from beside the fire, striking it hard against the man's face, opening up a bony, bloody chasm. A tankard fell onto the floor, spilling white wine across the flagstones as it rolled towards Olin's hand. He uncurled his little finger and sent it rolling back out. Wickham, candlestick in hand, bent down to retrieve it. Olin's heart started to pound. He was struck with a sensation that enveloped him like a shroud. A fleet of images flashed through his mind and ended in a vivid scene of dripping blood that quickly fled as Wickham stood up and carried on with his tale. The terrified mother crawled past the felled man to the door and through the deserted hallways of Castle Derrington she ran. Door after door was locked, on she ran. Eventually, she stumbled into the kitchen, and there she found a small recess in a brick wall and a teetering tower of crates. She pulled off the topmost, then the next, then the next, and in the crate beneath that, she laid her silent baby. She scrawled his name on a piece of paper and pinned it to his chest. That boy's name was... Oland Bourne! roared Villius, reaching under the table, grabbing Olin by the ankle and wrenching him out. He pulled him up to standing. Olin's eyes were level with Villius's chin, and he dared not raise them higher. Being so close to Villius's face and breath and spite repelled him. He was so close now, he could make out the tiny raised scars that marked his jaw like the slashes of a tiny blade. What are you doing, you eerie little runt? roared Villius. Is your bed not comfortable enough that you prefer to lie on the floor? Or is spying what interests you? Look at me! Is there someone you have taken to spying for? A treacherous man will forever see treachery in the eyes of others, Oland had once read. No, said Oland. I, 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 what? roared Villius. If you are not here to spy, what is it? What have you been doing all night? Despite himself, Olin's eyes flicked towards the stinking Hazenby, reminding him his earlier work had ultimately been in vain. Why are you looking at him? said Villius grabbing Olin's face and squeezing it.
No, no reason, said Oland. This room is in no fit state for our morning revivals, said Villius. The Villian games take place today, the event of the decade, and you're lying on the floor like a dog. Like the dog he is, shouted Hazenby. The Craven Lodge all kicked back their chairs and staggered up, gathering around Oland, bearing down on him, drunk and roiling. In the midst of these murky thugs, Olin Bourne was like a light in the dark. His hair was fair, his eyes pale green, his skin sallow and unravaged by careless living. He had pale, angular lips. As the cheekbones and jawbones of the Craven Lodge had been vanishing under layers of fat, Olin's were emerging. And though there were